Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. There was a lot going on at the Crown, many interesting people to talk to. And so here is part two of the interviews from that weekend. First up, we have Thibaut Selene from GoWod and athlete Willie George, who had come to support the young athletes and to watch them compete as well. So it's Saturday afternoon, it's uh, C23, and we're in between two events in the Crown. And I am here with Thibaut and special guest, Willie George. Hey, good to thank you for having us. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey dude. So, uh, Tibi, you're here representing Go World, of course, and you are a main sponsor for the first kind of new invention of a teen competition. Why was it so appealing to you to, to be involved? Well, the first thing is that it's organized by the program and we work with them. And so when John contacted me to say, like, I want to, do a competition for the teenagers and just showcase how good they are and uh, how good they can be in the future. Uh, I said yes immediately, but now that I'm here, I just saw them work out and I'm just impressed by their level and their commitment to the sport. Yesterday we had a great session, like a Q&A with Willie and Jacqueline, and they were so like into the sport and they all already look like professional, uh, which is weird because they're... 15, like 16, 17. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just so pumped about being with them and, and cheer them up and, uh, and see what, what's next for them and if we can help them to go where they want to go. I know that one of the, uh, the things, the gifts that you gave them this weekend was a year's subscription to GoWod, but I saw that it came in a special little case. Um, is it a special level of membership that they've got? So they got the ultimate membership, which is um, a VIP, so it's a yearly membership. It's the VIP box that we use that at the CrossFit Games. We couldn't produce boxes for this event in a such short notice, but it's also a reminder that the, the goal for them is to go to the Games again this year. And so I, I think that having this noble CrossFit game somewhere uh, written on the box is something that giving them a sparkle. Yeah, definitely motivating. It was, uh, really, I, I was going around looking at them. I was like, oh, that's so cool. It looks really good. So, Willie, is this your first time in Mallorca or have you been here before? It's my first time. I have a lot of friends who came in Mallorca, especially in this CrossFit gym. And uh, they always told me, oh, you have to come. You will like Mallorca. And I said, eh, yes, you know, it's difficult. I have to work. I have to train. And so it's difficult. I also my CrossFit gym to, to manage. But uh, yes, it's really easy to come here because it's only less than two hours flight. So that's it. Yeah. It's a great idea. Like we talked about that this morning, and we said that we are going to come back way more often now. Yeah. Well, there's golf. There's yeah. cr- there is golf. There is C23. Like Jackie, John, like all those guys that we are friends with, and uh, yeah, the weather is great too. <laughs> yeah, you can do lots of sport: yeah. biking, mountain bike, road bike, and uh, paddle. paddle and tennis and everything. So it's really cool. I guess now you have a little bit more time now as well. You don't have to be training so hard given your recent announcement. So time for relaxation, maybe. Uh, no, it's, uh, honestly, I have, a, I have less time now because I have uh, lots of projects. I have also, as I said, um, a CrossFit affiliate. I will probably open a second one maybe in 
first thing for me will be to move the first one and uh, also my programming and uh, we have lots of things to do uh, in France so it's uh, just I still working I still training too and uh, it's a, I'm really um, focused and excited for the future so your decision to retire from competition was actually perfect timing. Uh, yes, but I knew that. But it's just retire for the for the individuals. I will compete in teams uh, ne next year. So oh. that's why I, I'm still training. It was the plan. Honestly, Tibo knew that since many years. I always told him I will continue individual for a few years, and after I will move to team because I am. All, I was always focused focus about the future after my individual career because I know CrossFit. Carrots really short, and you mm. have to think about the future. You have to secure, secure your future, not only for you, for your family, for everything. So that's it. It's the time, and uh, I'm really excited for it. I, I will do exactly the same thing that I did in, for my career, giving 100% in what I'm doing and uh, trying to do my best. What did you tell the uh, the kids yesterday when you went to do a Q&A? What advice did you give them? I told them one thing really important: the thing that. Uh, you have time. You have to be patient. You have to, to be focused on what really matters. And uh, the most important thing is just to always remind... It's a reminder. It's a thing I, I really wanted. A, a guy told me that when I started CrossFit. It's just the answer when you are to a bad feeling in training, uh, maybe a bad result in your training, is the answer is not more training. Sometimes you have to rest. We always want to do more. We always want to push uh, deeper in the pain care and ev everything. But sometimes the answer is just you need to rest. And the answer is not always more training. You, I know all these kids uh, see on Instagram, everybody train hard, maybe sh showing more stuff than the, 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 the true athletes they do. And uh, so you have to be really aware about that. And Sometimes you need to rest. You need to, to take time for your mobility. You need to take time for resting, not only for your body, your mind needs to rest too. And uh, it's really important, especially at uh, the age, because they will have lots of years to, in, the, in the sport. So they need to take care of their body and uh, to their mind, because we, always, we are always thinking about the body of the athlete. But I think one thing really important is the mindset. And you, you have to, to be really aware of that because we don't know what will happen with this team after many years in the sport. And uh, so we have to take care of them. It's really important, I think. That's advice for everybody. Yeah, it works for us. Yeah, it works, works for too. me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, really a, a such a huge, like, huge and, and, and successful career that he learned a lot of stuff for, like, throughout his career. And he can now teach this young generation and all how to avoid the mistakes he has done and we have done too. And so I think it's complicated for them to listen to that and, and, and say like, all right, I think he's right, but they will one day notice that yes, he was and maybe apply and remember what, it, what he said and what Jackie said, because as soon as you talk to a professional athlete that like was in the sport for many years, they all say the same things like, take some rest, listen to your body, like be patient, like you said. Uh, they all say the same, maybe they're right. <laughs> do go what? Do go what? I mean, <laughs> I, told, I told them yesterday, of course, you, you should mobilize and you should do go what. Like whatever you do, even if, even if it's not go what, just take care of your body because yeah. your body is your, your machine and you, you're gonna have to use the same body for your entire life and your entire career. Thanks, guys. Good advice. And um, thanks for talking to me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Next up, the lovely Alex Hipwell, friend of the show and a great person to have in your corner. She rocked up from Berlin to watch and cheer at C23. 
Hello, beauty. Hello, queen. You're right. Am I what? Are you okay? I'm fantastic. Alex Hipwell. Yes. What are you doing in Mallorca? I'm filling my batteries and putting some sunshine on my soul. Just, it's nice to see you hanging out in C23 without a dumbbell in your hand. Yep, and it's inspiring to just watch these incredible humans. You know, they started this sport when we started the sports that we wanted to do a, become, you know, professional mm -hmm. in. And this is like, this is the generation that no one knows what's going to happen. This is more exciting for me than even the, the athletes that are competing now, like up in elites, because these, these kids were born into this sport in a way, right? So they're, probably their parents or something were doing it. Rodolfo, who's uh, the dad of Rafa and Rodrigo. Yeah, he, oh, the they twins. Started, he, the kids started, they started at nine years old. I just got goosebumps. Nine. I mean, really, it's beautiful. And I would just, oh God, I'd love to sit with them and just, talk to them you know like what are your dreams what are your aspirations what did you dream of who's your mentor who's your idol i know do you want to know the answers yeah tell me go okay so they all want to go back to the games of course of course um yeah. and most of them have got like um they look up to people like mal, mal o'brien and okay. matt fraser oh. Raphael. well mal's quite young though so yeah but they're like just look at her journey and think wow she's done amazing i want to me. do that yeah. and they can like relate yeah it's know? close yeah but um when I asked the twins, who's your hero? Yeah. I think it was Raphael said his dad. Oh, stop it. Yeah, stop it. It was so cool. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I am serious. It was like, really, they're really just such good people. Yeah. All these guys. I was talking to the girls out the, out the front as well after the open water swim this morning. And I think just, you know, they're facing so many challenges that make them grow. And even being away from home, you know, it's all of those events that you do in your teens that just kind of set yourself, they set you up mm. because those fears can also become blockages and just listening to them talk was just, just listening, yeah. you know, yeah. not asking questions, just listening. It's like, just so, it's a, it's I could be their mother. It's, yeah, me too. I could actually probably be their, actually I could, I could technically be their grandma, <laughs> but I, anyway, let's not move on from how old I am to say that I, I'm just really impressed with the way they've held themselves together and they've responded to every single event, like with such maturity, it's been amazing. Now we're in a more of a kind of familiar environment, but the last the three days yeah. they've been doing stuff outside of their comfort zone. Big yeah, but I think that that's what CrossFit is all about. You know, mentally you are prepared for things outside of your outside of your, your comfort zone compared to, you know, a swimmer who swims 50 metres every single time. Mm. The only thing that changes is the pool or is it inside, is it outside? You know, with a, with a CrossFit athlete, the mixture of movements and wads and what is expected of them is always going to, you know, whether that be a, a wood bar. You know, something oh, like yeah. this, right? So they're always open for change and excited for it rather than scared of it. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Uh, so okay. awesome. it I love awesome. what John's done. This is so inspiring. And I, I really hope that this inspires other teams to say, how do I get to the crown? Like, yeah. how do I get there yeah. too? Yeah, work hard, work hard, I think, and uh, keep pushing. Amazing day. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Thanks. Then, after the competition had finished, and we were winding down in the garden, and being dive-bombed by mosquitoes, I took the chance to catch up with Chiara Silva about how her weekend had gone, and we talked about that swimming event. So, I'm with Chiara Silva. It is, um, oh, I don't know what time it is, but it's Sunday afternoon. We are finished with the crown. Yeah. How do you feel? Mixed. Okay. Yeah. Are you yeah. a bit Mixed. mixed. 
because you you had some real highs and yeah. some real lows. Yeah. The highs were pretty cool. Yeah. Day well, was it day one when you won that gym, that workout with the ski erg? Yeah. That was great. That was a great time. What did you send to your um, coach afterwards? Um, I said all the Chester bar works paying off. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you sent him a text saying I don't suck. Yeah, I don't suck at Chester bars anymore. <laughs> It's been a, and then, and then like yesterday we were in the, um, in the rather difficult position of, um, a big, big challenge for you yeah. with the open water swim. Yeah. Do you want to talk to me about that and tell me firstly what you're actually frightened of and secondly, how it felt to do it? Um, I don't know exactly what I'm frightened of. I think the fact that like you can't see freaks me out. Like I don't know what's there. It's like unknown and like I just don't feel safe and then like I get worried because I'm not feeling safe and then because I don't feel safe it's like just escalates into like this mad panic um I'm not quite exactly sure but <laughs> yeah what's the next part of the question how did you cope <laughs> because I mean I, I remember before we heard a conversation um prior to you coming over to Mirka and I said what's your nightmare event and you said <laughs> open water swim and I was like poker face Vicky poker face because I knew what the events were yeah. at that point and I was thinking oh my god what's gonna happen so I told a couple of people Kiara really is not up for the open water <laughs> no but then um but then I realized that you've done an open water swim at Waterpalooza is that where you first found that you were that you had this fear um no actually I did one at the games the year before it was like 200 meters it was a bad experience then I would a palooza and that was a bad experience again so I feel like I have this fear and like I keep doing it it keeps being a bad experience and then it's just like building so like I'm not I don't even necessarily have to be at the water at this point like it's just like so much like even just like the thought of it kind of freaks me out mm, the anticipation yeah so how did you I mean like knowing that and then seeing you actually like stood there in the gym yesterday morning watching and listening to the briefing I mean when did, when they told you the night before that it was coming the following day <laughs> how did you feel I just immediately just like started to panic like from that moment like even as like the other events were like announced so I was just like that's all I could focus on and it was just like yeah it was just like so much and I was just like yeah just like chill out a moment <laughs> you're like not there yet you're mm. fine you're like currently here and then I was just like okay just like chill like it's fine you can focus on it like when you get there but I feel like I pushed it so much back that when it actually like started it just came like too much all of a sudden mm. it was just like whoosh. so I mean we're not going to skirt around this there was a panic attack yeah. there was some crying <laughs> yeah. there was and I mean I was with you from until you got into the water more or less and um I don't know. I mean, I've never been in that situation where somebody who's like obviously very frightened about doing something then does it anyway. I mean, like that was really impressive because up until that point, I was like, is she even going to get in the water? Because it was it was like, I don't know you well enough to know really what you were going to do. Yeah. But what were you saying to yourself when you were like taking taking your dressing gown off and getting and sliding off the side of the boat into the freezing cold, freezing cold. <laughs> April temperature Mediterranean Sea? Yeah, I was just more like the fact like I've done it before. I can do it again like it's not I can't do it it's like it's just really overwhelming to do it like I know like deep down like I know I can like swim like I can 
swim well as well, which is an annoying fact. Like, if you put me in a pool, like, I would happily swim that 600 metres. It was just the fact it was in a sea. So I've just got, like, I got to prove to myself that, like, one day I'm going to be able to do it. And then when that day comes, I'll be really proud. So I'm just working towards that. How did you feel whilst you were swimming yesterday? Was it was it as bad as the previous experiences or was it different? I feel like it was different because, like, pe- there were people around me. I felt, like, a bit more safer once... When I was at Waterpalooza, I was literally like a person like a hundred meters away, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die <laughs> before I get there." Yeah. So I like the fact there were people around me. I felt a lot more secure, but also I didn't like the fact it was like wavy because, like, obviously I like my face simulates from like me putting my head in water. So when it was waves, it kept like splashing me in the face. And it was also just like a second of panic, and it was like second of like, okay, chill, <laughs> and then like mm. so it was just trying to like keep calm in the moment, which was hard, but. Yeah. Did you, uh, I mean, once you hit the beach and got out, how did you feel? I was just glad it was over, to be honest. I was like, we're done. I don't have to do that again until I force myself because I've already, like, come up with plans. Like, I'm like, this is like a fear, like, I need to conquer because I can't escape it. It's just going to keep coming up. I can't just, like, pretend it's not going to, but, like, that's not going to work. So, yeah, I've just got to, like, think what am I gonna do (laughs) I guess practice yeah practice I feel like also because like every time I've done an open water swim it's been in a competition so I've done it under like stressful already circumstances which is like not a great not ideal if you're already stressed about just swimming in the open water and then all of a sudden you're like oh I need to also like try and beat these people and it's like it's not gonna happen so I'm like I'm gonna do it on my own time in my own timeline and just like take it one step at a time like for myself rather than like focus on like what other people are doing so I think that's going to be good yeah I mean it's it's hard to imagine how do I explain this like swimming in a swimming pool and swimming in the sea are very very different a a pool is so peaceful (laughs) it's just like you're like whoosh and you're like it's all clear you're like oh there's like you're the ends over there you can see and then in a sea you're just like I'm surrounded by god knows what I don't know where I am I cannot see a thing and I'm just like no don't like it that much I mean I'm glad that we we had um we had kind of anticipated not that you were going to freak out but that um there was like a health and safety was pretty high up yeah like there was on the agenda there was um like three guys on kayaks around you plus uh, plus us in the boat so you like if it had really gone pear-shaped we'd have got you out of there but but you but you were just extraordinarily focused and really impressive so congratulations Kara even though you didn't win the crown you really won that competition at least like from the kind of grit point of view uh, tell me about the other um, events. Which one, apart from obviously the swimming, which you loved, which ones? I mean, I think I can see how good you are at gymnastics. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you did really well on the double unders. Yeah, uh, which was uh, uh, an unusual event. Unusual. <laughs> um, what else did you enjoy doing? Um, I've actually like quite enjoyed it all. I've enjoyed like experiencing new things and like like in most competitions you don't get to like usually go mountain biking, swimming, running on a beach, that kind of thing. That's so been like really cool. Um, yeah, I like how it's like been really different. Like that's been fun. What about the other competitors? Are they would we call them friends or competitors? Now? Friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you've made some new best friends. Yeah. That's really cool. That's what Marie Jose was saying that she's basically just come away from this experience with a bunch of new girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the boys too, I imagine. You know, you all seem to get on really well. Yeah, I feel like because also like 
we're like competing against each other but then we're also like staying with each other so like I feel like we spent more time actually like spending time with each other than competing so it's been like different other competitions because you mm. can like oh we're like because like you don't want to be like against people you're like staying with because that's just not gonna like not like again like how do I explain like hostile yeah because then it's just like you're not gonna have fun so yeah I feel like we've all been like nice to each other which is good it's not like big brother basically you know the tv show yeah <laughs> you're like no we haven't love island the, love islanded the hell out of you <laughs> so um I mean what would you what's your next goal so uh, what's on the cards for Kiara um currently get my knee fixed out Oh yes, how is that? It's still pain. I feel like because I've ignored it for like a long time, it's just like build up over time. So I have three weeks to fix it out and then we have semis and then I can spend more time trying to fix it, which is good. And the goal is to get back to the games? Yes. Always, it seems. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. Thank you. I mean, what are you going to... Sorry, last question I should say. What, what have you come away from knowing that you've got to work on? I feel like there's things I've always knew, like barbell is always like a big weakness of mine. So that's one thing I really work on. Moving um, the weight or moving the bar? Weight. I feel like I spent a good solid year like trying to correct my technique. So like I feel like I've seen improvement in that. It's more like how heavy I can lift because like all the other like... I already know going to like all other competitors usually have a have PR than me. And like I can lift near my PR but like that's still not enough because like... My PR is not high enough. For, yeah, like, how, how 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 much do you weigh? Like fifty something. I don't know. <laughs> no and, uh, Yesterday when we did that barbell workout, that was forty-five kilos. Yeah, so you're like, basically lifting yourself a little bit off me. <laughs> more or less, all of you above your head a million times. Yeah. So you know, the girls weren't doing. The other girls weren't doing that, were they? <laughs> Who knows? So you know, it's like it's it's relative. Yeah. Incredibly good at gymnastics. Thank you. They, weren't as good as gymnastics so yeah there was a, definitely you have some strengths there as well huh but barbell come on who doesn't like a barbell <laughs> we all love a barbell <laughs> uh, i hope that you I hope that you make it back to the games this year and thank you uh, i hope you come back to Mallorca. oh everyone's going in the pool <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so cold <laughs> idiots <laughs> Don't you know about water? <laughs> water is not your friend amigos <laughs> and finally a word from the men's winner, Matus. So Matus Kochar, congratulations on winning the crown. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, you came over from Slovakia on Wednesday. How has it been uh, your experience in Mallorca? I th- can't uh, think about um, like better experience. Like It was totally perfect. I want to go here like on summer with my girlfriend rent bikes and go around the island brilliant we've sold it to you perfect so you're going to be moving asap yeah i've seen the best picture of mallorca that i could see i I guess from if you've never been here before a lot of people think it's just a tourist island with lots of hotels but we've been staying in a really beautiful finca in the countryside and it's surrounded by mountains and olive trees and we've had sunshine the weather's been great yeah, it's been lovely. Tell me about the competition. What did you What did you think of it? The best competition I've ever been to. Okay, you have to qualify that. Why? Why? The service, the workouts, the people, the media, the food, <laughs> the house, the van, everything. 
Everything. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, it's um, It's been really fun to watch you guys compete all through the last four days. Did anything surprise you about the competition, the workouts, and um, what would you say was the toughest day for you? Definitely Saturday. Waking up at 5.30 a.m., going to a sea, very cold outside, very cold in the water. <laughs> Sun rising, uh, since I'm from Slovakia, I'm not very used to sea. So, yeah, there was like... A very, 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 very big step out of comfort zone. Mm. I mean, I didn't realize that you were scared or worried about it because you were like, Mr. Cool, you didn't show any sign of concern. How did you manage to do that? That's what the strongest people do. Like, they're also scared, but they don't show it as much. Okay. Tell me then how, which day do you think was the easiest day for you? Was it also Saturday? Because there was a lot of barbells at the end of Saturday. I think that you think that I will say... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say what you think, not what I think. Uh, you want to say me like a Friday because we had on like two events on Friday? No, I don't want you... I don't say... I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. You okay. Decide. Okay, so definitely not Friday because the run with the 25 kg sandbag was horrible. Oh. <laughs> At least it was beautiful, but I think the easiest day was today because I knew that I'm basically safe. So I just today I just went out of my bed and like I'm gonna enjoy it as much as I can. Because you were already far enough ahead in the points that you'd got the win, right? Yeah. So I mean, like a lot of the guys have been telling me about how heavy that kettlebell was. Was it 32 kilograms? Yeah, so a 32 kilo kettlebell, 40 movements on one arm, 40 on the other, plus a bunch of machines, wall balls, burpee box jump overs, strip pull-ups. And you're just telling me that's an easy day for you? The workout was basically the kettlebell. Like, the other stuff is, like, super easy because you're used to that. But, yeah, the complex was very nicely built, I would say. And that was mostly the whole workout, the kettlebell. We could see that on the girls' side, like, they mm. spent there, like, 10 minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, John now says maybe he should have made the kettlebell a little bit lighter for the girls. You know, when people fail, when they struggle, it's a sign that they need to work more on it. Like, Ooh. yeah, they're young. I agree. 24 is heavy. But, you know... If you will train with 24, it will be easy. That's true. So you leave Mallorca tomorrow, tomorrow evening. And you've got so one more day of sightseeing. Maybe we'll see you down in the south. <laughs> and then you're getting ready for semis. How is that going to, how's your training going to look now? Pretty much the same. The intensity probably will go a little bit high, high, high and higher. I can't wait for training mm. in the gym. Yeah. What's your goal at semifinals? What's your kind of, what, what will make it, what will you be happy with as an outcome? Finishing better than last year. So where did you finish last year? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch my, I'll watch it like one day before okay. semifinals. So So you're going to set your goal, set depending on what you did last yeah. year? Maybe I will not watch it at all. And afterwards, after I finish, I will go and like 
you know. Compare. Yeah, compare it afterwards. Oh, well, you're going to play mind games with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like playing mind games with myself and even with others. <laughs> so I'll see you in Berlin. You'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there cheering for you. Perfect. I might take your picture if you're lucky. We might do a little <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we might be doing a podcast. I'll be in. And um, and thanks very much for being such a great competitor and such a nice guy. Everybody's been talking about what a polite person you are and how kind you are and how sweet you are. So you've made a good impression on uh, loads of people, Matus. Yeah, you guys are very nice too. I'm glad that I met you. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you too. So let's leave the crown there for now. If you're interested in trying to qualify for the event next year, you should definitely be following them on their Instagram. I'll put the info in the show notes. This episode was hosted by me, Vicky McLeod, and edited by Marta Vidal-Candel, who literally has got the patience of a saint. Thank you, Marta. Until next time, thanks for listening, and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.